Hello, welcome to the Inspire Me, Inspire You podcast, where I take inspiration, transfer them to you so that you can inspire others. Be a part of the chain gang, chained together, transferring inspiration throughout the world through one chain link at a time. I'm your host, Jesse Chang. Chang gang, I hope you've been having a fantastic week. I know that every single week proves to have its own challenges. This week was no different for me. As you guys know, I did move back to my hometown recently about like six months ago. So not really like maybe a little bit more than six months ago. And um, it has been really hard for me to kind of come back home and realize that I don't actually have a lot of friends here. But recently in the past couple of months, I have met a lot of people. So my time has been filled with friendships and things like that. So it hasn't been a crazy stressful busy, but it's definitely been a good busy where I've had to kind of revamp my schedule and routine a little bit to fit in that time with those people because it was important to me. So that's what I did this week. Um, With that, this week was super busy. So I did decide that today I was going to try something new. This week, I decided I'm going to try to not script things because believe it or not, I do script every single one of my podcasts, but I did want to try something a bit different because I am attached to my scripts and my organization, but I do want to step away from that and see if I do have the possibility of doing this without a script. So that being said, we're going to talk about attachment styles, meaning that I need to detach myself from my script. And there are four attachment styles specifically. One of them being secure attachment, which means that you're super confident, um, you're reciprocal with your other um, person, you're non-reactive, meaning that you have nothing really to um, come back at them for, and you're resilient. You can get through anything. The other one is anxiously preoccupied so or anxiously attached. So this one is emotional hunger. You have so much emotion. You um, have a fantasy bond, which means that it's really hard to imagine your life going any other way than the way that you want it to go. Um, and then you also have a lack of nurturing, which means that you're not really supporting each other very much and it does cause turbulence in your relationship. There's also dismissive avoidance, which could also be classified as avoidance. So this one is where you isolate yourself and you make sure that you know, you're know you not going to get hurt, but you do that by distancing and putting way too much space in between you and the other person. You're emotionally distant. You are just avoiding any situation that could potentially hurt you or the other person. There's also something called fearful avoidance. It's another form of avoidance attachment, which is an internal conflict where you're super dramatic about everything, but you're also super unpredictable and it's hard for the other person to tell what direction you're going in. And so avoidance attachment is a form of attachment. Anxious is a form of attachment, but also secure as well. So those are the three main ones, even though it is categorized into four different attachment styles. We are going to particularly be talking about secure, anxious, and avoidant attachment. So 25% of you may be anxiously attached, like me. (laughs) The 25 other percent is avoidance attachment, and the 50 percent is securely attached. So securely attached is really where you want to be, but it's very um, 
it's rare for some of us to kind of consider us as secure attached. It might be because we haven't found that person who has made us feel securely attached, or it might just be an internal battle that we're still trying to figure out in ourselves. So John Bowlby is a person who experimented on infants, and he found that infancy was actually the key reason for why we are attached the way that we are to others in friendships and relationships. And so infancy has affected your style and infancy does give you a specific style that you are attached by. However, it can change throughout your life depending on what happens, who you're with, and things like that as you start to grow. So for me, I'm anxiously attached. I fear that it's not going to go well, and I require a lot of attention, which could be classified as needy, or honestly, it really could just be because I kind of grew up as an only child, so that could be a big factor as well. So I require a lot of attention, and um, I do classify myself as sort of needy, um, but I also feel like people are not really reliable, and that's a problem that I have in friendships and relationships. So these are ingrained in you from an early age, like I said, infancy, but it's mostly brought out by an event. So for me, I'm anxiously attached. I'm always thinking that one day somebody's going to wake up and not want to be with me. And my mother once said that when I was younger, I would have sleepovers and then the people would leave. And then when the people would leave, I would cry because I was afraid they weren't going to come back after the sleepover because they didn't want to be my friend anymore or something like that. So that was me being anxiously attached as a child, which has trickled over into my life now. But let's talk about avoidance. So avoidance is a wall. It's a wall that's always up. It's deeply rooted in fear and it's not needing the attention at all. It's the want for security, but it's security in yourself and not in your relationship. So relationship with yourself is a big deal, but also being with someone who makes you feel secure is what you really need as well. So avoidance in a friendship makes this person not really have a whole lot of friends, but they could have close ones. So I've had a lot of close friends growing up as well, but, um, I've also had a lot of distant friends, so I'm not necessarily avoidance attached. I do tend to sometimes run in situation to avoid conflict, but that's just a whole nother story. Growing up, there's no safety. We never get everything that we need because everyone needs different things and only we really know what we need, not those other people. So it's hard for them to really understand, you know, what kind of attachment we are and how to caretake to that unless you actually know about attachment styles. So even with a strong household, it can steer us into different attachment styles. When you're looking for a partner, if you're looking for anything other than a securely attached relationship, When you're looking for a partner, if you are anything other than securely attached, you need to find someone that is securely attached in order to not make someone's attachment needs more nerving. So for example, if you are avoidance attached, but somebody else is anxiously attached, that anxiously attached person is not going to work well with an avoidance attached person because when you are anxiously attached, you are having that need for attention. But when you're avoidance attached... You're trying to avoid that person because you don't want to get hurt or you're not pouring enough of yourself into it. So these people are not getting what they need. They need somebody who is securely attached to be with them because otherwise it's not going to work well. But securely attached people are their best match. So being a securely attached person with another securely attached person is always the best, of course. On a date, people are their best self. So you don't really need to know them right away if you're trying to gauge their attachment style because until you've at least had a couple of dates, you won't actually really know them. 
it's really tough to really judge who a person is based on one date. So that's really hard. If you know that you're one attachment style, don't judge somebody just on one date, okay? So I got a lot of these ideas of the attachment styles because I listened to a podcast called I Don't Get It. And it's basically where they talk about things that they don't understand, but they also bring on guest speakers. So I got this because they brought on some, um, I think it was like a psychotherapist or something like that, or somebody who was just like really familiar in relationships and attachment styles. And so he talked about a lot of this stuff. And one of them was talking about how, you know, she came from a really loving family and that, you know, before she was avoidance attached, but until she met her husband, she didn't feel securely attached until him. So it really might just be that person that you're meeting that may change your attachment style. So I right now am an anxiously attached person, but once I find somebody who might be securely attached, I may be feeling better. But in my previous relationships, maybe I have been anxiously attached, but I've been dating somebody who's avoidant attached or who's also anxiously attached. So we didn't balance each other out. So it's really important to find somebody who really balances you out in the correct way and that you get to know them really well in order to know how you work together. So if you guys know a little bit about the Enneagram, I haven't done a podcast just yet about the Enneagrams, but I do plan on doing that eventually. It's like that. And that's why I'm so fascinated by archetypes, by um, attachment styles and all these things, because I'm so interested in how we work in relationships with other people, but also how we compare to others in lifestyles and how we fit into the society. So for me, knowing that I'm anxiously attached and knowing a lot about myself is really important. So if you don't know what kind of attachment style you are, or if you don't even know what kind of Enneagram you are, I know sometimes it's silly and some people say like, oh, horoscopes, they're silly. And I mean, I'm one of those people where like, I think horoscopes are super interesting, but I don't really put a whole lot of weight around the meaning of each of them. And that's the same thing, you know, attachment styles, it gives me a better understanding of who I am and how I work with others. And that's the same thing with the Enneagram. So if I can find a way to better understand myself and others, why not use it? So if you don't know about your attachment style, I really recommend you do some research about it. The main things that you really need to know is I'm going to say these things again, because I did say them earlier in the podcast, but Let's get a review. So avoidance attached, you have a wall up and you're deeply rooted in fear, right? But you really avoid the situation with that person because you're afraid of getting hurt. Anxiously attached people are constantly needing that attention, needing that reassurance, because if they don't get that reassurance, they're afraid that it's going to break up or that they're going to get hurt. So it's very similar. Both are afraid of getting hurt. Securely attached is that you're 100% committed, you're 100% safe, and you feel like There is no way that something could happen to your relationship and that would make it fall apart. But that is you and your personality, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that that is true, but it's the way that you feel and that's the most important. If you are one of those people who, you know, you send a text message, but then the guy doesn't respond for like four hours and then you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to ghost me or, oh my gosh, they're going to break up with me or something is wrong or all these things. And you're constantly worrying about it during those four hours that they're not messaging you you're anxiously attached. If you're one of those people where you're like, oh my gosh, they're getting too close, or I just don't feel like investing my time in this person because I'm not sure if it's going to work out, or I'm just going to be my single self and not really worry about you know being in a relationship because I'm happy where I am. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're avoidant attached, but it could be a sign of being avoidance attached because you are avoiding a situation. You're avoiding any situation that could make you happy. And so 
that is you living in fear that you're going to have the opposite, that you're going to have something happen to you, that you're going to get hurt, right? So that being said, there's three really main ones and you have to decide which one you are. I would love to know which one you are. Unfortunately, our time is coming to an end. So follow me on Instagram at journey that lasts a lifetime underscore in between each of those words. And please send me what you think about your attachment style, because I'm so fascinated by these and it has opened my eyes up to so many things. Also, let me know if you liked my unscripted version of my podcast, because I've literally never done that before, but I think maybe it might put my personality more into it, but it also might make me seem more scatterbrained because that's kind of how I am. So (laughs) I would love to know though. So do let me know. Um, But I hope that you guys have a fantastic week and I hope that you take this through with you through the rest of your week. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be talking about happiness as a habit and how negativity is also a habit. So we're going to be incorporating both of those things in there. So be sure that you are here for it. All right, chain gang. Love you. See you next time. Bye.